0: Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com, so please subscribe. We speak today to Mark Selby, CEO of Canada Nickel Corp. Uh, following up from our weekly Nickel updates, we talked today about something called Net Zero. and This is an initiative which Mark is driving uh, to make people aware of a clean Nickel versus dirty Nickel sulfides versus laterites what will the funds think enjoy the podcast mark selby how are you sir good thanks mr gordon how are you well it feels it feels like only yesterday we spoke but uh, that was i think I suspect that's our nickel insight weekly session
1: there you go, there you go. the weeks do kind of merge together these days when the, you're at home with covid Yeah, they do rather.
0: Um, Today we're talking to you with your Canada Nickel Corporation hat on because I saw press release. You're talking about net zero metals. What is it? Is it some kind of gimmick? What is it? No, it's um, we we had
1: this in the works the last few months. Um, What we realize is we're in a pretty unique position where you know we have the the rocks that are make up ninety percent of our deposit actually naturally absorb CO two. When exposed to air, um, we're in a region where there's there's a all the electricity is hydroelectric power. So any electricity that you use in the mining process um, is zero carbon. Um, and we're in an area that um, actually has has a long history of, of doing downstream processing in the region. So we can actually build a downstream processing plant, which is often where a lot of these emissions are generated, um, and take advantage of the fact that our waste rock and tailings. Um, you know, should be able to uh, soak up that co2 so when you step back and look at it you go "Oh, okay you know what we can actually deliver zero carbon um, material zero carbon nickel zero carbon uh, uh, cobalt and zero carbon iron and you know mr. Musk's tweet last night I think not last night last week really drove that home in terms of you know they need environmentally environmentally sensitive nickel and it's not a 2050 issue it's a today issue
0: so but again we I need to I need to dig Deep, deep digger. I need to dig deeper than that uh, because it, it, those factors have always been there in your project. You know, what, why why now? What what attention are you trying to draw? Is it just trying to draw attention to Canada Nickel Corp, or is there something bigger to it than this? No, I think you know, you know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, again
1: in a past life, it's you know realized that you know Dumont could could be that. So. Now that I'm, I'm running my own show, realizing that yeah, this is this is um, you know this is possible, and it's the you, to step back and and really this is the thing the mining industry should be doing. You know, um, you know I think what the industry needs to realize is there's an ever larger number of people, larger consumers, you know, who look at CO2 emissions, you know, the same way you know you know we did looking back in the 70s and 80s when you know a lot of mining companies and industrial companies in general used to think oh you know, just dump the gas in the air, dump the liquid waste down the stream. That's great. We've got a stream that'll just carry it away for us. We don't have to worry about it. Um, You know, and and we look back and we think, oh, that was so horrible, but there's, you know, there's a whole new group of consumers who are looking at the CO2 emissions that our industry is involved with, not just generating ourselves, but the products that we make. Um, And we really need to find solutions um, to to generate the zero carbon products that, you know, these consumers and the market wants, needs.
0: So, I mean, Elon Musk—he did come up with that statement last week, and that's had a massive effect on on price of nickel, your share price, um, and it's it's got people's attention, you know, looking towards nickel. But you've got a nickel sulfide project, I and mean, we we have talked in some of our weekly insight sessions around, you know, laterites, and we've and we've done one show on sort of dirty nickel. So he's kind of helped people understand that he will invest. In nickel projects, if they are sustainable, if they're done in an environmentally friendly way, I mean, aren't they all environmentally friendly? I mean, is, is, as as far as mining goes,
1: no. I mean, that's the big, you know, that we sort of alluded to in different things. I mean, you know, nickel has a dirty nickel issue. Um, you know, the the bulk of the growth over the last five years, and, and where the bulk of the growth going is going forward, um, has come from, um, you know, nickel pig iron. Projects in Indonesia, and you know, to make ferro nickel, to make nickel pig iron, you use a huge amount of electricity, and all those projects are using coal-fired electricity to, to, to generate it all. So, when you you know, each one of those projects is using somewhere in the order of 25 to 30 tons of coal to make one ton of nickel. Um, you know, that in turn is 90 tons. Of CO2, CO2 emissions per ton of nickel, so all of a sudden you take 50 kilos of that kind of nickel or nickel that's related to that, and all of a sudden you're strapping four tons of CO2 to the Tesla that's got 50 kilos of nickel under the bottom. You know, I'm not sure that's what you know Elon Musk had in mind when he was you know wanting to build uh, you know Teslas to sort of change the, our impact on the environment. And again, consumers don't want to you know buy a car and end up having a whole pile of CO2 that comes you know that, that comes along with it. Um, so you know the fact that you know that's where he went to uh, you know immediately after saying we need we need as much as we can as soon as we can is, is, is really dry you know that that is a fundamental issue for them that they just can't get enough clean enough nickel um, to 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 meet their objectives
0: okay so basically Indonesians Chinese they don't care. They're, they can get funding wherever. So, what about laterite projects outside of those jurisdictions? Do you think that they're going to find it just that little bit harder to get funding, or do the big institutions and funds not mind, and uh, they're really can just concerned about you know the bottom line?
1: Well, the the, the sort of, you know the coal-based nickel projects in general are going to really struggle here because you know not only. You know, on an economics perspective, you're now competing against these massive facilities that are being built in Indonesia. So your project itself is at a disadvantage, scale-wise, to these businesses. You know, you now, you know, if you're using coal in the rest of the world to generate generate your nickel, again, you know, if if the Indonesians are going to dominate the Chinese market and you're left supplying your product to the rest of the world, you know, are you going to have a if, are you going to have a market there when you either a have to start paying for the, the carbon that you're generating, you know, or whether people will say no, as long as I have an alternative that's zero or lower carbon, you know, that I'm not interested. You know, there are fair nickel projects, um, you know, that do have, you know, access to hydroelectric power or access to natural gas. Um, so, you know, those obviously have a, have a much lower environmental footprint than the coal-based powers. But again, you know, those are the kind of design choices people are going to have to make in terms of the projects that, you know, that, that, that they, they, they choose to fund going forward.
0: So he gets financed first. Sulfide projects or laterite projects?
1: Oh, I think you know sulfide projects that that again have the, particularly the ones that have the the benefits that we do at Crawford. Um, you know where where you have these rocks that do absorb uh, CO two. And again, I encourage people. There's a whole pile of research on um, carbon sequestration using serpentine rock based systems. They're actually looking at injecting CO two into solid rock as opposed to just using the tailings and the waste rock that are left over. So. Um, you know, it, it is a it's a real solution, um, and so again, I think increasingly as we move forward here, um, you know, there's going to be much more capital available to those projects, um, you know, that that are able to deliver a zero carbon or low carbon versus you know those projects that generate 90 tons of carbon for every ton of nickel that gets uh, produced.
0: But what are you trying to do here? Because you not only have you um, announced a wholly owned subsidiary, net zero metals, but you're also apply for trademarks. Are you trying to get investors more aware of um, specific issues? Or, as I say, is this, is this just for your own benefit? Or, or is it industry wide? I mean, I guess is what I'm asking.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, again, we've been talking now about carbon for several decades, you know, and several decades in industry still hasn't managed to do it you know if you look at most of the larger resource companies you know they've got by 2050 we're going to be you know net carbon neutral you know that's 30 years from now you know and that's a lot of carbon between uh, you know now and then and you know this year we you know changed all the light bulbs in the office to be you know led lights you know and, you know but fundamentally they they're making iron ore And coal that go to make steel that are going to generate several tons of carbon for every you know ton of product that they're shipping out. So, you know, I think it's time for those large companies to look themselves in the the face and say, okay, how do we as an industry, you know, find end-to-end solutions to be able to deliver zero carbon uh, production? You know, again, we're talking, you know, we are going to build downstream look to build downstream facilities, you know. In the area next to this mine, because again, the off-gas from these processing plants is the issue, and we'll have an ability to take that off-gas and route it through, you know, the tailings and waste rock, and and make the, you know, make that carbon issue disappear. Other companies should be thinking about that and should be able to do, you know, should be looking for those opportunities to do it, as opposed to, you know, we're going to get to it in 20
0: or 30 years. So I mean have you you got any other supporters here? Because I suspect, you know, the the, the BlackRock fidelities of this world who are, you know, changing their their investment criteria would be interested if they understood this. Um, are you going to, you know, take this forward? Are you going to be the champion? For this for this topic, is yeah, net zero? Yeah,
1: one one of the things we talk about in the release is leadership changes. You know, so again, you know, we really are you know want to target you know mining. It's about a getting the right people. It's about finding the right deposits, and it's about competing for capital in a way that allows you to have sort of quote the best capital and the lowest cost capital, the most patient capital, and so forth. So, you know, if this initiative allows us to tap into a much broader range of network to be able to 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 you know, get those type of investors. And again, you're going to see changes, you know, at our board level, where we're going to start to bring in people who, you know, who have those types of relationships, and who have that kind of experience so that, you know, again, we really are going to take this as a new concept to a much broader audience. Um, and again, hopefully win versus, you know, the, you know, the other competing mining projects
0: in the space. Why do you see it as positive? Isn't this going to be distracting for your main task, which is to get your project up and running?
1: No, but but again, from a mining perspective, it's about a getting the right people, B you know getting the right asset and C getting the right capital. You need to focus on all three. Too many too many mining companies just get caught up in the technical and not really focus enough on the people and on the uh, and on the capital part of it. I mean that's the, the you know again I would encourage people to listen to Tesla's last conference call because the thing every topic they came to it was around talent. You know, we need more of these type of people. We need more of these type of people. If you're wanted, you know, if you're an entrepreneurial actuary, um, you know, we want you to come help us build an insurance business. So, you know, that's the kind of mindset that we need to have, um, you know, and, you know, that's, you know, this is a stake in the ground in terms of this is going to be a major thrust of where we're headed. You know, we've we've trademarked these terms because we're first. You know, they don't exist today, um, and then you know, in terms of creating a separate entity, because again, I've been talking to the people in the EV chain now for the last 3-4-years or four years, and it's clear, you know, 2 fronts. One, you know, they're not as interested in deploying capital to the mining side of the business, but you know, oh boy, you know, do they want as much Nickel and Cobalt as you can produce and, and preferably, you know, rent, you know, double and quadruple your production as quickly as possible, please. Um, and we'll build a processing, you know, we'll help you build a processing plant and we'll um, you know, you know, promise to buy everything you produce. Um, So, you know, by creating a separate separate subsidiary right out of the gate, it makes it a much easier conversation, simpler conversation to get those companies, you know, into that specific entity. The other fundamental piece of this, and again, so many companies to date have got this so, so wrong, is when you're, again, the auto industry wants to make the lowest cost product possible. That Elon Musk makes it very clear that's how they're going to win. And so you need to look from an end-to-end perspective of what's the lowest cost way to get a chunk of Nickel out of the ground and into a battery that isn't a Tesla and, and the other, you know, 18 large automakers are going to be, you know, are betting the farm now on, on the electrification of, of cars. And so when you look at that, the, the key is, is you take a Nickel intermediate that's as high grade, as clean as possible, and you dissolve it once. And then you you, you basically keep it in one set of processes until it's like in a can, that's ready to ship to a plant. These people who've built standalone sulfate plants are crazy because you spend, you to take the sulfate, the nickel that's in solution, you spend a huge amount of energy to crystallize it, to make it and to put it in a, in a bag or a drum. And then that bag or drum goes to a plant um, that starts to make batteries. And the first thing they do is dissolve it all. So, you know, and you know, again, there's a I can spend 15 minutes on, on, on why that's that's not a good idea. So these these all of these companies that we had been talking to are very keen at basically you know putting as much of the one process under one roof. So they do everything once and only once until they get to you know a, a product that's the right thing to ship uh, at that point in time.
0: That's hard to put together. I think what's what's even harder is getting the old boys in the industry. To back something like this, because what you're proposing is potentially going to cost them billions and billions of dollars of infrastructure to to get clean.
1: Oh, oh no, no. I mean that's yeah. I mean if you're making iron ore, it's like well, okay, well we just ship iron ore. That's that's our business. You know, you know if it all ends up in China and China, you know, pumps out billions of tons of CO2 in the process of making that. You know, we're not going to build a, a steel plant. With an extra hydroelectric facility, or with a, you know, in a place where there's some solar or wind, so you have a chance of having you know cheap hydro available, or using natural gas to involved in the reduction of it, or look at hydrogen, complete hydrogen reduction of that process so that there's you know there's no carbon involved, you know, and or strapping on some carbon capture at the end of that process so that if there is carbon that's produced, you know, that you're able to you know um, you know uh, capture it so it's not released to the environment.
0: Okay, well, it's exciting times, Mark. Um, the the whole net zero initiative—I'm going to call it. I don't know what you're calling it internally. Um, exciting for you. It's definitely affected your, uh, your your thought process, and I think that may affect your ability to have conversations with different groups for for sure. I'd love to, I'd love to sort of see the sorts of conversations that you're able to uh, initiate, and you know where they where they get you in terms of the different types of funding available to you ahead of whether whether it be other software projects or laterite uh, projects uh, going forward. So keep us in touch, um, keep, stay in touch and sort of keep, keep us up to date with how things are moving along.
1: Yep yeah, we most definitely will.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCats or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn.